Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Melissa Ford, a.k.a. The Curve Queen, and you are watching Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. Oh, yeah, and uh, I'm DJ Damage. Shout out to Jason Lee. He's not here right now, <laughs> but we're going to hold things down. We have a replacement for Jason. I got Daisy here today. Daisy! Bubba-na. This is This is my baby. That's such a strange little dog. Why? Just look at it. It's just like little and strange looking. She is not strange looking. She's cute she's as a button. She's always shivering. Well, she's a chihuahua, okay? She doesn't have a lot of fat on her, okay? <laughs> But she does have angel wings. Right, Booby? If you want to follow her on the gram, she is at Daisy no. the Chihuahua. She does not have an Instagram. Yes, she does. A dogogram? Listen, I'm trying to... Listen, she, she's got to earn her keep somehow. Okay? I'm trying to get up there with Chloe Cardogian. And she, Chloe has a dog that has an Instagram? No, it's a chihuahua named Chloe Cardogian. What? Yeah. And then there's Matt, Manny the Frenchie. So that's like really a thing. People follow dogs on IG. I, well, I follow this one called Walter. He's like a French bulldog and he's always going off. What do you mean going off? Like, you know, howling and shit. But so he's somebody, got a very unique way of howling. He's very funny. I think he's got like something like a million followers. It's kind of crazy. This is a thing. People follow dogs. Yeah, and cats. And no. Yeah. No. I, I, I'm, I'm not much. embarrassed to say that if you go through my followers, you will see quite a few dog and cat pages. But I just, I want my Instagram experience to be funny and cute. I don't want to be plagued with a bunch of bullshit and a bunch of people living fake lives. That's not really, that's that's of no interest it's to me. It's not a little strange to you that somebody's sitting there taking all these pictures of like a cat? No, because, it's you know, weird. I take, you should see my phone. It's full of pictures full of, of her. Full of dog? Full of pictures of her because she's really cute. And when everything she does is cute. When she sleeps, she's cute. Mm-hmm. And she's just, she's I'll so take your word for it. Boobies. You're so pretty. Okay, get the fuck out of here. Listen. See, look at you. Don't even think. I so. ain't got time for her right now. <laughs> All right. So what's going on? What you do this weekend? Um, uh, I had an active weekend. My girlfriend is uh, getting married. Okay. And uh, so she had a bridal shower in Camarillo. So it was blazing, blazing hip hop and R and B out there. <laughs> Meaning it was hot. I thought I used to say. That. <laughs> I know. I, I used to say that. I know. So it was like super, super hot. Like everything was melting, including me. A bug tried to attack me, so I landed on the floor and was holding on to my girlfriend's ankles, and I would not come up until they convinced me that the bug was gone. So bridal shower is women only, right? Mm, yeah, for the most. Her brother came, and so did her soon to be. Her, her betrothed. I thought you're not supposed to see each other before the wedding. Is that no, that's farther out? That's bridal shower. No, that's when? right before the wedding. Like that's okay. literally the night before the wedding. You're not supposed to see. Bridal they live together. Shower happens kind of in what realm before the wedding? Her, she getting married in October, so okay. we're in July. All right, all right. Yeah, I see yeah. What's going on. Bachelorette party happens next month in Vegas. Mm, gonna get wild. <sighs> No, I'm probably not going to get wild. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go to Vegas and gamble and go to a spa. That's it? Eat. That's what a bachelorette party consists of? Just sitting Listen, around they, eating food? They might be doing other stuff, okay? Listen, I, I would not say that this is a bunch of like... What would you do on your bachelorette party? What's that ultimate? It's the last turn up before it's just me and my husband... Melissa Ford's bachelorette party, what'd it look like? The last turn up? Then I'm marrying the wrong motherfucker because he's going to have just, to be turning up with me. I'm just saying, what would so, it look like? In all honesty, I would want to combine bachelorette and bachelor party. I, I thought the same thing. Yeah. I thought I was crazy. Yeah, no, I'd want to combine the two. People thought I was crazy. I'm like, nah, we should do it together. Yeah, no, I want to get 
fucking shit faced with my soon to be. That's what I feel like it should be, and, right? And hopefully the bridesmaids and the groomsmen like pair off, and then we have like a whole bunch of you know stories come wedding day, mm. like a you know oh we know what you two did. I that seems ideal to me. Do you feel like that's the best place to find somebody though at a wedding? Because I just recently yesterday I no, did a wedding. No, 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 it's not because everybody is paired off. Already? Trust me, I've had to dust a couple of exes off to bring them to weddings. <laughs> me dust them off. <laughs> yeah, we're no, we're no, no longer together. So I had to pull, pull them off the shelf and be like, "Listen, can you find a suit? Come oh, on, so get your life together." Women usually come with somebody, even if they're not with them. Uh, yeah, you don't want to be the only woman there at a wedding because everybody's there clutching their husband. Like, hi, nice to meet you. We're uh-huh. And it's just like, okay, girl, okay. You just don't want to be seen as like, you know, a threat in any kind of way. So you can't be a single woman at a wedding? I mean, I guess you could. I just wouldn't want to be because it's, I would think it would be a little depressing. You know, you're looking at everybody else and you're like, where the fuck is my somebody? But you can find somebody. You got like uncles and cousins of the bride and Usu- the groom listen, there. You usually, could just slide in. Usually the uncles and the cousins, they, no. Mm-mm. No, no, no. I I would love to go to that wedding where it's like, okay, there's gonna be at least five guys there, and they're single and they're hot. Never, ever, ever have those words ever left any woman's mouth <laughs> that has that I know that's getting married and I've been invited to their wedding. Never. That's not true. Yo. Yes, I promise you, it's fucking true. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. Weddings. <laughs> no, no. And so, yes. Uh, well, well, what about a funeral? You know what's funny? Is you might can find something happening at a funeral, right? So here's a really strange thing. And I think that there might be some kind of actual, like, you know, documented mm-hmm. correlation between the two. But grief usually makes people, like, want to have sex. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's a distraction, you know? It's like drinking it's really, when you're sad. Yeah. It's, it's like, like a, yeah, it's like a dope distraction, yeah, uh-huh. you know? So you just want to like, you know, ma- masturbate using somebody else's body. And to think like, you don't have to come coupled up to a funeral. Like when you go to the funeral. No, you kinda, definitely don't. No, you're just nobody coming, gives a fuck yeah, if you, you come by yourself. You're coming to show your support. You might not even be that close. You're like, I just want to show support. And you're like, oh. Yeah. Some, it's a few things in here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know if that's. You know, if that's what you guys think when you go to funeralist. I'm not saying that's what you think, but I feel like it happens, right? Okay. I don't go to funerals, they creep me out. I, okay, I, I do. You have to pay the respect. Just sit at the back. I've been to one recently. It just, it made me real sad. I don't like being that sad. When, uh, so I was on this reality show called uh, Blood, Sweat, and Heels, and when one of our um, cast members, who was a friend of mine as well, Daisy, um, Daisy Llewellyn, she passed away, um, I went to her funeral, and... There was a, when I say there was a lot of people, this girl was loved, mm-hmm. but I was the only cast member at her funeral. Hmm. Look at that. Uh, yeah. And um, I went because my heart was broken and I was just so in shock because this 36 year old, vibrant, beautiful woman who mm. had so many goals and dreams and she was well on her way to accomplishing them um, died. Um, cancer and a very it seemed like a very curable form of cancer bile duct cancer and it was just it was it knocked me on my ass I just you know I I I started living every day for every day and for her you know but um she had a pink casket and I wouldn't go anywhere near it 
there was a, the church had two levels and I went straight upstairs because I could not be anywhere near my friend being in that yeah, casket. I don't, I don't, it just, it was, it was, it was messing with me so badly yeah, that she'd passed away, but I had to go. I had to see her mother. I had to see her father. I had to yeah, see her yeah. family and her friends. And I just, I wanted to be a part of the outpouring of love and the celebration of this amazing woman's life. I There was just no way, no way that I could go. You know, and when my car accident happened, you know, a, a lot of friends came to see me, but a lot of friends that I thought were like my, my, my everydays, mm-hmm. they didn't show up. They didn't even call. Why they didn't not, even text. Why, why do you feel like that happened? One or two of them, I know that they have a really, you know, difficult time dealing with real life and death is as as real as it gets yeah, yeah, yeah. and just the con you know just the close proximity of of death at that time you know um me almost having died made them confront their mortality mm-hmm. um did still, you happen to forgive them though did you kind of understand yeah yeah because I, I've, I feel I've, like- I've let go of i've let go of the hurt and 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 just chose to understand because it's just you know just holding on to that kind of thing is like you know, taking poison and expecting somebody else to die. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel like it's right, but I do feel like certain situations happen that affect us and we expect a certain reaction, but we kind of sometimes don't understand how somebody else can understand what's going on. Like yeah. for you to be in such a a crazy accident, if I was really close to you, either one, I'm going to be super supportive or two, I might just really be feeling like my own kind of way and I might need somebody to come help me out. So, yeah. I mean, it's good if y'all got to get through that because yeah there's there's some people that you know afterwards they were like i didn't know what to say and i saw the outpouring of support and i just felt so insignificant you know that it my support didn't matter and i was like that is so crazy i can understand because that's somebody like me yeah that's something not with you clearly but that's Mm -hmm. something i probably would say it's like i see so many so many people saying oh get well get well i don't want to seem like not genuine you know like i just don't want to send just a text like hope you're doing better when something so like that was yeah. that was a lot it was that it wasn't was. just a, a regular like you no. know that was a real situation yeah so yeah it was uh you know it, it it is what it is there's there's definitely some people that um i had to forgive um and then some people that just wasn't some people didn't make the cut yep you know but anyways uh so yeah exactly so sunday i went to a two-year-old's birthday party how was that boy yeah so <laughs> First thing I did, where's the fucking bar? There's no bar. Not at a, yes, there was. They had a bar? Yes, they did. Who? Because my girlfriend knows better. Yes. Yes, you have a bar at that child's what birthday party. What is the child party. doing at two, though? Was it like a clown that came? No, there was no. All the parents were there. It's and really, so, it was really like for the grown ups. No, no, no. There was a ton of kids. Uh, oh, and they were all running around and, and stuff like that. But and there was like a water slide and all kinds of good stuff was happening in the backyard. And I guess each, you know, set of parents, somebody was designated as the driver. Like, I get to drink today. Mm-hmm. Me, I get to drink. So the other one was like, okay, so I'm left looking after the kids and whatnot so that's why the bar was there because it's a real life you know yeah. adults like kids are like on a hundred thousand trillion it's like i need a glass of prosecco whiskey but something yeah, being grown up now and me looking back at like my childhood when i used to like run around and shit and mm-hmm. my parents probably were drunk and just yeah. probably how they were looking at me and how i was looking at them too like why are you looking like that why, why is he stumbling around <laughs> like, 
It's just yeah. stuff you just start really looking back on. Like now at every kid event, like you said, there's a bar. You mm-hmm. drinking a little bit. And it's yeah. like, it's all little kids here. Yeah. Probably yeah. shouldn't be drinking. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, I mean, I haven't had children. And so um, it's kind of like one of those moments where, I mean, this is one of my girlfriends where just a m- two, three months before she met her, you know, now husband, mm-hmm. she was like, Mel, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. Like she literally was having one of those come to Jesus moments of like thinking, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. I have no direction, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. And then three months later, she meets her now husband and now they're on they're going on their second kid and I have so many girlfriends that are literally like on their on their second kid or having their first one of my girlfriends just got married in Italy like a year and a half ago pregnant with twins like I'm just like whoa whoa when did we all grow up (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) and so baby fever no 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 you just went to the two-year-old birthday party kids running around Bumping into your leg, you didn't get any baby fever? No. Nothing. I, I, I didn't because for me. The screams no, didn't get you? For, yeah, they got me walking out the door. Um, for I get to Have leave. you noticed how parents can kind of tune out the kids, but you probably can't? Oh, yeah. Like they're screaming nonstop and they're just having a regular conversation with you and you're like, can yeah. you shut it up? I used to work at the Olive Garden when I was 16 <laughs> years old and that fucking accordion music. I, my first days, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. My paycheck better be good. You know what I'm saying? After about a month, like I couldn't hear it. And so people would be like, doesn't this music drive you crazy? Like when I'd be hosting in the lobby and I'm just like. Oh, yeah, no, I don't even hear it. Like, you know, so you start to tune it out, but other people will be sensitive to that kind of thing. Yes, Mm -hmm. I just compared screaming children to accordion music. But, uh, yeah, no, it's just in terms of baby fever. Not there? No, because, I mean, for me personally, I wanted to be married, Ah, you know, and even marriage fever. No, no. And even though I've been engaged a couple of times, it. I walked away from them for my own reasons. And I honestly am just a very contained woman. You know what I'm saying? I'm very self-contained. So I've never really looked at my happiness placed in another person's, you know, as, as another person's responsibility. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. just like, I've got to be the person that makes me happy. I cannot look for somebody else to make me happy. I can't look to be made whole by another human being, you know? Um, Even if you make the human being. No, no, no. I'm, no, I'm talking about marriage. Uh, okay. I'm talking about marriage, so, which is why I never went there. So in terms of having a kid, mar- marriage, kids, they equal the same thing for me. I couldn't have one without the other. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So... When I go to a child's birthday party, I don't have baby fever because I think about how wonderful my life is. Like, I love the fact that I can get up at a moment's notice and be in fucking Bali in 24 hours. I do like that about my life. I like that I get to be self-indulgent, you know, and do whatever it is that I want to do. Like, I'm an only child, basically, you know, like, well, Papa was a Rolling Stone, had other kids, but... You know, my me and I was raised as an only child. So, I mean, I've just I've, I've been alone. So I'm OK with like, you know, with a, aloneness, you know, being with myself. I'm really OK with it. So well, I'm good ne- for you. Rub it in. Damn. No, it's not that. It's not that. No, because trust <laughs> you know, me. I like that. I can get up and do this. And then, well, and then no, when because, you got kids, you can't do that. No, I'm no, like, because, uh, no, because no, not not that, mister. I'm going to Paris later on this evening. Oh, well, you know. um, but I'm just saying because. It's worse for women. No one ever says to a man, oh, yeah. so where do you even get ma-? Well, they say that occasionally to you guys, but they make women feel like our worth is rooted in 
having children and getting married. If you do not create progeny, you are a waste of an existence. And that is not fair. That is very judgmental. It's just not cool to say to another human being, like, why would you try to like attack something that you you would think would be an insecurity for them. You know, it's just it's not cool. You know, so I feel it. as it relates to as it relates to kids, like I can have those moments of like, I'm very happy with for my friends. I'm very happy. I also see them at their moments where literally they are looking like walking zombies and their hair is stringy and they don't know what day of the day it is. They haven't eaten in two days because they're trying to, you mm-hmm. know, corral their children. And I'm just like, I'm going to the spa. <laughs> I'm going for a hike, you know, and the good life. Yeah. Yeah. The Miss Ford life. It's this. It's no, it's not even the Miss Ford life. It's a lot of women. There's a lot of women out that are just like me. And society doesn't want us to society doesn't want us to say that we are that we're more than content with our lot in life. You know, look happy. I'm, ex- right. I'm excited. I'm fucking glowing, dude. Look at her. Yeah. Look at the glow. But anyway, so you're going to Paris later on tonight. So, mm-hmm. you know, you're about to live the, you know, the good life. I'm about to live the Miss Ford life. But mm. uh, real quick, we're going to take a break. We got Ammo98 coming through for an interview. So look out for that. That's we right. have a guest in the studio. Ammo98. Yeah. We saying it right? Yeah, MO98, MO98, don't matter. MO98, what's good, bro? Cooling, man. You know what I mean? Jumped in the lift, hopped over here. You feel? First thing we noticed when you walked in was that mask. Yep. That's yep. quite, uh, I like it. A little drip, drip. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> no, that, that's a standout piece right there. That's like a, a brand piece there. Yeah, that's what we, we raised our brand in these masks on Lawless Society on my clothing line. So we start custom making them through other like artists and stuff. And, Put it on. Think okay. about performing in some masks and stuff. So, okay, yeah. so that that's a custom piece. So like, what were the what were the phases? Because that looks like the final phase. <laughs> the final phase. <laughs> what did what did the first one look like? Um, what do you mean? Well, I mean, we didn't even get the prototype. Yeah, it was like the day of. You, I was like, give me what you got right now. Oh, this is the prototype. Yeah, we got stuff coming. Yeah, so you got, got okay. so you got more of them coming. A lot more. We got Teflon, blue and red paisley for anti-gang violence. We got a lot of stuff coming, man. Oh, like bulletproof ones. You have um, gold canines. Yeah. Little bit of a demon. I kind of, yeah. I kind of, I kind of like those. <laughs> Wait, why to have canine teeth? You got to be a demon, though. I don't mm. think. I don't think to have canine. I don't think canine teeth make you a demon. I feel like I had demons in my closet that I kind of let stay. Okay, so, so I, that, why are you staying in the closet? If you gonna stay with me, you my demon. Come have a bed, like screw. It. Okay, I see. You just kind of leaning into it. Come in closer. Yeah, that's what's up. All got right. it. Okay, so uh, you were born and raised in San Francisco. Uh, I was born in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was raised in Maryland, and okay. we would go back, but we would travel in between. So, mm-hmm. like in the Caribbean, my mom's from the Caribbean. We went all around the Caribbean. We lived in Europe for mm-hmm. a long time, and then uh, I came to LA when I was like eighteen. Okay, what 18. part of the Caribbean is your mom from? Guyana. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, yeah. Y'all, yeah. y'all mess with the Caribbean. I'm I'm half Bayesian, Barbados. Okay. My yeah, father's family is from Look Barbados. Look at the connection. That's what's yeah, up. Yeah, and in Toronto, either you're Jamaican or you're Guyanese, mm-hmm. and then there's like 20 percent that is like you know Trini, Bayesian, yeah. you know uh, Grenada, and all the rest. You know Saint Vincentian and Saint Lucian and whatnot. So, but there's a lot of Guyanese, a lot of Guyanese in Toronto. There. Yeah, I haven't been. To to Toronto. Oh, you haven't been to Toronto yet? I think I've been once, but I've not like been there, been there, you know what I mean? Like, oh, well, then you need there. to go perform in Toronto because your country men and women will come out en masse. I've got, you know, dance song songs and everything. Exactly. Alkaline's my favorite artist. Like, oh, yeah. Hey, Alkaline, yeah. Alkaline's the, that stuff, bro. Like, yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, 
San Francisco and Maryland are yeah. like two. I hear them. I hear them. Bay to Bay. I hear a Merlin accent when Merlin. you. Yeah. <laughs> what part of Merlin? Like PG County? I, yeah, it's it? crazy. So my cousins and my uncles and everything, they lived in PG County. Okay. We lived on the Eastern Shore, which is like, mm-hmm. I can't curse, but bum anywhere, like nowhere. And bum that's fuck I, anywhere. Yeah, we, I, we oh, curse. She, all right, that's what's up. Where yeah. Um, Let it all hang out on this show. We literally lived like a mile away from where Frederick Douglass grew up. Mm-hmm. So like there was a lot of history there, but it was really like a certain county with certain types of people that don't like certain types of people. And it was really small. And a lot of people don't have like a city mentality there. Mm-hmm. And us traveling, we were fortunate enough to travel like literally month by month, like go somewhere yeah. and, and vacation. And like we would have that half grown up in San Francisco to us too. Mm-hmm. So like we would have like a city mentality of like, you know, you educate yourself, you go to museums, you do like things like that. Mm-hmm. But on the Eastern shore, it's all like crabbing, fishing. You're either a crab or a fisherman or you're trapping and that's it. And yeah. that's not, no disrespect to Eastern yeah. Shore. I love the Eastern Shore. That's yeah. like, oh my, like, shout out everyone yeah. in Eastern Shore. I mean, real. Maryland is known for, I'm saying Maryland. Maryland. Maryland is <laughs> that's known. That's what you say, Maryland. <laughs> they're known for. for Maryland. It's just like, you're going to go get some seafood, some crabs? Go to Maryland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just hearing like a mishmash of accents. Well, my, yes. mom, my mom is from like the Caribbean, but grew up in West Africa in London. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Like, that's what I'm like, I'm hearing yeah. something else. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I lived in Europe for about like, what, like, like, Adding them all together, I'd say about like two years, maybe. Mm-hmm. So, okay, you're, you're going from coast to coast, mm-hmm. living overseas. And then across the pond. Mm-hmm. How does that affect the music? Crazy. That Crazy. you create. I, I discovered grime before anyone knew what grime Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went there, my, my brother went to, you know, he was, he's was he been in Europe for the past like six, seven years. And like... Now tell people, because a lot of people don't know what that is. So grime is like, so people don't get, grime isn't hip hop. Grime is like, you know, these like... Caribbean and African families that moved to London, mm-hmm. like my mom, like in Brixton and mm-hmm. like, you know, mm-hmm. certain areas in London, like South London, East London, and uh, you know, like Skepta, Stormzy, those mm-hmm. guys, Stormzy. their mm-hmm. accents aren't really like British, like they're grimy, that's mm-hmm. grime, you know what I mean? And so they rap in double time, in mm-hmm. pace. Mm-hmm. So it's like, dun, 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 yeah, one, yeah they, they rap in double time, that's how grime started, with gigs and all those guys, and Skepta, and you know, I'm not saying they started it, but they definitely made it more like worldwide. Okay, so you, your influences are literally global influences, <laughs> you know. So who would you say, you know, in terms of uh, artists, you know, recognized artists right now who have had like the greatest impact on you? Kendrick Lamar. Okay. Hey. Yeah, sing okay. about me all that. Why can't I? Man, I was always like, I felt stuck growing up. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Like mentally, I felt stuck, and I was like, if I move to LA, like, I bet you I could like do what I want. I bet mm-hmm. you I could like make something happen if I come back to LA, like. So, um, you know, I, this before Good Kid, Mad City, he was dropping these mixtapes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was just looking at West Coast artists. Like, I'm really big in like West Coast hip hop. West Coast hip hop is my favorite type of hip hop. So, um, I found like this guy who was like K Dot, mm-hmm. and I was like, all right, okay, what's and there's like C4 Hub City Threat Minor of the Year that shit. He was like 16, 17. I'm young. I'm like eight, nine. And I'm like, okay, let's press it. And I'm like, yo, this dude got bars. Mm-hmm. He, he kind of sounded like Wayne at the time. Mm-hmm. He was more like bar yeah, yeah, stuff, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, bet. And uh, him, Wayne, Cole, um, man, I, I have like a whole list. I like dance all out too, though, like Alkaline mm-hmm. and like Spice and Vibes Cartel and stuff. Mm-hmm. So do you get to hear that, those influences in your music? Do you hear some Caribbean influences also like, you know, with K-Dot Deliver with the bars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a big like writer, man. My dad's a philosopher, so like we grew up Oh, that must have been fascinating. (laughs) We grew up reading and writing, and that's it. So, you know, he was like, have good grades in English and history, but you know, 
I'm like, I know I'm not going to do math or science. He's like, you're not going to be a scientist. At least just get a D and like get graduated and get out of here. I was mm-hmm. like, for sure. You mentioned something earlier about not feeling, um, you know, while you were in school, you kind of felt like. I was outcast. I was yeah. one of three black kids in my high school. Right. I mean. And this was and this is after, um, it says here, you were diagnosed with ADHD and dyslexia. So yeah. that probably made school a a, a, a bit difficult. Yeah. You hated when the teacher called on you, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'd be like, I know it all, but not really know anything. Yeah. Oh. So I'd be like, no, you're actually <laughs> wrong. And they're like, no, this is the fact. And I'm like, damn, but, they're right. Give me detention. You know, like. But looking back at it, do you think you really had ADHD? Like looking oh, no, at the I school you went it. to? I have it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I have it. No, that's it. That's I mean, because you seem pretty alert right now. Like, you seem pretty, like, you know, people with ADHD, they say they can't stay focused. He's been pretty on point. Well, yeah. <laughs> are you still on medication? No. no. Uh, so that made me schizophrenic. Really? Yeah. I, I would have, like talk to myself in my room. My dad would be like, "Who the hell are you talking to?" And I'm like, "Myself, my friend." And right. He's like who? And mm. I, like it would make me like crazy. I was afraid to use the bathroom. I was afraid to like shower. I was afraid of loud noises. I was afraid of like the weird shit. What meds were you on? All of them. Literally, every, the problem is they kept changing them like every two months. So I was yeah. on a patch, then like a pill, then focalin, then this, then Adderall, then and. Like, they kept changing it. My body couldn't adapt. So I get into the adapting process of the medicine, and then I just go crazy because they change it again. Yeah, medication has that that effect. What was the one incident, though? Like, where they was like, you know what? He has ADHD. So I got we got to get a medicine. You know what I mean? Because there has to be something. Something draws the line. It's like, okay, now we need to take measures to something else. Yeah. Um. Like when I when they started like deciding to like give me the medicine. For yeah. It, I mean, I was like, what? Seven? I was like seven. I was mm-hmm. young. But what did you do? Like, did you? Even I was like do five. My bad. She confirmed. <laughs> Sister confirmed it. I was five. Yeah. Uh. I mean, no, I was just crazy. I'd be running around, jumping off. Like they're like, do your homework. I'm like, nah. And I rip the pages up and be like, all right, I'm out. I'm going. We out. Uh. Mm-hmm. My mom's like, you are. You know, did I drop you? Like, I don't know, but we got to get you checked out. And then they got me checked out and they're like, oh yeah, no, he's definitely fucking crazy. Do you feel like those same things that, you know, they would call you crazy for back then kind of helps you with your music now? Yeah, it just made me creative to me. My dad had ADHD and he's the brightest person I know. So like, he's, I mean, you know, boy went to Cambridge, you know what I mean? Like he, he's like, and my brother like the spitting image of him. Like he's mm-hmm. doing it. He's doing his thing. Like he's the brightest person I know for sure. So like. I, I, and he he had, he grew up like me. He was mm-hmm. like a, he's blonde hair, blue eyes. He's a black activist. Mm-hmm. Like he goes to Africa and protests. He protests. That's your like, dad. My dad. And so like he he's like the blackest white dude you will meet. That's that's how I, I know describe. He knows more about black history than any <laughs> black man I met. Right. You know like so, and um but he he's like really good at debating and arguing for people and he helps fund a lot of things and anybody and the thing is not it doesn't even have to be about color. Is anyone who's being oppressed or treated unfairly, my dad will stand up for, and that's how he raised us. So, okay. like, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Um, so, it says here that you started writing poetry at the age of 12. Mm-hmm. I loved taking English classes. Poetry was the one I was like, just let's just skip this part. I'll just, <laughs> I'll take the B plus because I, I can't do it. Poetry was never my jam, you know, but you, you seem to, you know, you, you wanted to. I just to like do bending it. words. Yeah. It was like a puzzle. Mm-hmm. So I'd be like, okay, this rhymes with this, but like this isn't spelled like this. So right. I, I just had fun with it because I was bored. Okay. Yeah. And then so I did poetry and then in my head at 12, I was like, oh, I'm starting spitting bars. And then my brother came out with like this little three mixtape on SoundCloud in his <laughs> high school in his like room. I was like, damn, he beat me to it. I quit. It's done. He had bars. I'm out. But have you um have you ever gone to like one of those poetry reading um slam contests like where you do? Yeah. Oh, I used to go up there. <laughs> yeah, no, I've been to like two slam poetry clubs in like London, mm-hmm. but like it would be 
like, I don't know, it'd be like people like three years older than me or five years older than me, and they're like, yeah, we're going to this great place, and I'd like dress up like this, mm-hmm. and it'd be a bunch of like random people in like this dive bar, like, air, <laughs> breath. <laughs> and I'm just like, I, I, can't, I can't relate. I'm like, all right, do you, I'm out, all right. Give me a gin and tonic. I'm good. <laughs> okay. Well, how did you, because it says, you know, once you um, ended up in Maryland um, that you had some trouble in school, you know, because it was very. I had a lot of racial problems. There. Yeah. You experienced yeah. a lot of racism there and you were called the N word a lot, um, you know, in school. And that led to some, some problems with kids and maybe some brushes with the law. Hell yeah. Got yeah. my bike stolen by the police. Fucked well, by the way. But right. brushings with police like crazy. They yeah. stole my bike because. They said I couldn't afford it. Then they mm-hmm. asked if my mom worked in the neighborhood I live in. Mm-hmm. Then they went in her BMW and ran through it with d- drug dogs when I was five years old in the car seat in the back. Because they said, is your husband famous or do you deal drugs? Because a black woman can't have a Beamer. Oh, wow. Like, that's how it really was, bro. Yeah. And like, like, man, there's like, there's so much. I, I would say things, but I don't even want to give energy towards those certain people. I don't name names. Well, but, I mean, you know, this is, it's, this is a, it's a, it's, know, it's, it's the climate, yeah, you know, yeah, I, I mean, and so everybody at this point is kind of sharing their experiences with that sort of thing. I mean, you know, Jason, who's not here, you know, he had a situation that um, happened to him recently involving the police and, you know, it just turned into a, a, a big mess just up the street. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that, uh, you know, you have to, draw attention to it in order for there to be some kind of you know, know change for awareness expected, you know yeah, yeah. yeah i mean no i have no problem like i'm just saying that look that a lot of the kids were nice mm-hmm. a lot of them were just straight up racist can't yeah. date my daughter why don't no reason but the white kid next to me can't yeah like what and then like it'd be just weird stuff mm-hmm. weird weird really you know mulatto like this that and mm-hmm. and so i got in trouble for saying the black panthers weren't a terrorist group in my school Oh, wow. Because we were talking about the KKK and Black Panthers. Yeah. And they're like, these are two infamous terrorist groups. I was like, bruh, what? (laughs) I was like, the Black Panthers are a terrorist group? I was like, look, they did a lot wrong. Let's be real. They did, you know? Mm. But the KKK's main purpose is to do wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They were helping the community and doing stuff like. Yeah. So growing up biracial, because I mean, I'm I'm biracial, except I'm the reverse. My mom's white and my dad's black. Um, so, but just growing up in in Canada, in Toronto, I just, I had a completely different experience than my American counterparts, you know, for um, what I've heard from a lot of, you know, half, half and black, half black, half white um, kids here is that Black people told, like never made them feel like they were black enough, and for white, white people, people they were never white, white enough. So they just were literally like, "Okay, so where the hell do I go? Who am I? Where do I fit in?" Like, I agree. How did that? Af- how did you? So you agree? I agree. Okay, so how did that affect you? Like in terms of you know your 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 identity? I felt like I'd either be black or white, but not just mixed. Mm-hmm. So like I was never myself. Mm-hmm. So it'd be like an act getting put on, mm-hmm. and like. I'd be like, yeah, darling, y'all know, no, 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 be ignorant for a minute, just because I thought that's what, mm-hmm. that's what that is, right. dead ass. And then, you know, I'd be around my white friends, and it, it was more like redneck year or like really high class, like yeah. crazy mm-hmm. high class, where they don't even accept us anyway. Mm-hmm. So, trust fund babies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Crazy though, like, mm-hmm. yeah. And so, um, you know, like I would be proper, I'd speak like this, I mm-hmm. do whatever, but I mean, or I wouldn't even speak like this, but 
no grills, no chain, no anything. Yeah. Suit and tie, get something wow. from Brooks Brothers, look nice. Yeah, so you had Stand to have... Stand up straight. Yeah, you had to have like two two to three different identities, like wear, you know, like just wear different faces. Yeah, it was really awkward because my family too. Mm-hmm. My mom literally came from nothing in the Caribbean and my mm-hmm. dad was the complete opposite from San Francisco. So like that fucked with my head too mm-hmm. so I go with my cousins out in like DC and we'd be like we're going to the ratchet club yeah let's turn up yeah big biting broop broop and then like <laughs> then we go no, bro straight up and then we go to like my dad's side and it's like we're gonna have dinner at um the top of the world and that's it <laughs> and like you know there's no talking we just sit there and eat and just be like whoa like when you when you that's look crazy. at the industry now, you look at J Cole and the Drakes. They're they're both mixed. Do you feel like that helps a lot of young kids that's probably trying to get into music that they have somebody to relate to? Hell yeah, yeah. Logic, yeah. Joyner Lucas, J Cole, Drake. Man, there's actually a bunch of mixed rappers out right now. And you know, I realize, For sure, I kind of realize like. Mixed people are kind of taking over right now. <laughs> Steph Curry, you know, Splash Brothers, you're a drip, Steph drip. Curry. <laughs> Light Skins is doing it right now. You know what I mean? Team Dark Skin is over. Oh Team White God. is Damn. over. There's going to be a bunch of fight in the comments. Jeez Louise. Light no. Skin is back. <laughs> no, I, I don't give a shit about all that. But I'm saying that, like, nah, I think that, like, for sure, like, I, I just feel like if you're a mixed person, like, you got to be happy with just saying and being mixed. Yeah. You're not mm-hmm. like, I'm not black because my mom is black. Mm-hmm. I'm not white because my dad is white. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to not pick a lane. Your yeah. lane is that you are mixed. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So just be mixed and be yourself and just screw it. If I, you want to hang around white kids or black kids or mixed kids or whatever, mm-hmm. go do it. Hang, I hang with Asian kids. Yeah. You know, I go to K-Town all the time. Turn up. What? Yeah. It was it, it was really when I first moved to the states um, in my you know early twenties it was really strange that everybody seemed to want me to pick a side you know like they wanted well which one do you identify with more and this was this was the most common thing well you look black so you are black that's, yeah. and that's what it is that's it's just like okay 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 that's okay people like I didn't see what I didn't know what the big deal was I didn't really understand it now having lived here for the better part of twenty years in this country. And how race is everything. I totally understand it. But I mean, you, I woke up with one white parent and one black parent. It was the most natural thing in the world until, you know, somebody said otherwise. Mm-hmm. You know, and. Control uh, other people. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, what can we look forward to right now? Like, what does your day to day look like right now? My day to day? Yeah, in terms of like making, <laughs> in terms of like, you know, you wake up making music, going to the studio, like. I just, I go back to back to back studio. Mm hmm. That's like how I live. Yeah. I can't breathe without music. Yeah. I can't I can't take literally I keep my phone on me and I'm in the middle of the street, think of a melody and I'm like, oh play and I just be humming yeah. and people are like, What is wrong with this kid? Yeah, don't and I'm get like, run wait, over. wait a month. Yeah. But yeah, I mean like my I guess my schedule, I like to write. Mm-hmm. I like to write, but people who want features and stuff, usually I I can write if I love the record. Mm-hmm. Or I freestyle and freestyling is like how I got in hip hop. Mm-hmm. Hard. Mm-hmm. Like people hear me freestyle and like they're like, let's work. Mm-hmm. I'm like, cool. So, um, I mean, I think like my day to day life, I also like cooking. I did culinary school in Scotland. Nice. So, like, I have to cook all my meals. I that's like also, that's calories. what I was hearing is I was like, why does he sound like he has like a Scottish <laughs> he got all you know, types accent? Of accent. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you went to culinary school in, in uh, Scotland. That's yeah. fascinating. Yeah. yeah, okay. So, uh, into any production, you know, music wise, is it just writing? Ghost writing, writing, recording, anything you ask me. If you ask me to send you an email right now, hey, email me the song, I'm going to be like, 
somebody anybody somebody can anybody help me. Yeah, yeah i am technologically i don't do that i like going outside yeah i, I can't do that <laughs> literally you see me at a party i'm not the person on the party with the phone yeah i'm a person who turns that off puts it in my pocket i gotta go socialize like, gotcha mm-hmm. gotcha so if, if if you could name three artists right now whose you know track you would jump on as a feature at this moment if they asked who would the top three be Obviously, Kendrick Lamar. My top one. three wouldn't ask me to be on a feature because they are in a whole different lane. I say like dream now, big nowadays, Dr- like Blueface and them. I say J- all right, real talk. Yeah, Kendrick, Cole, Drake, obviously, yeah. mm-hmm. Jid, Kaz, anyone on TDE, mm-hmm. Isaiah Rajat, anybody on TDE, anyone on Dreamville, anyone on OVO. Mm-hmm. And then there's like I want to work with a lot of uh, dance artists though too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyone like Alkaline, Movado, Popkeon, like mm-hmm. yeah. Now, do you have a label situation? Or are you doing the independent grind mo- uh, movement? Unsigned, untamed, bro. Unsigned and untamed. Unsigned, untamed. Are I'm you looking to sign something or you just want to continue independently? What's, I think I the... need to see, because that's just such a, you know, like, I would sign something if I like it enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If I like what is on that paper, I think I would sign. But I don't know if it's like, you know. It's everything's details because what if they try to hit me it's like my favorite label and it's like here's a 180 here's a 360 like you know I don't want to sign anything to lawyers look at it I don't know if I want to sign at all we're just we're kind of like panning out how how the career kind of plays out a little okay. bit yeah okay alright well um, I mean tell everybody where they can find you YouTube oh. um, Instagram Twitter all that you don't, are you on Twitter I don't I barely use Twitter I have Twitter <laughs> yeah. I, have, I have one follower and it's my sister so <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and I just be tweeting like nothing. Yeah. I'm like, I'm about to eat. I don't do. I don't know how Twitter works. Yeah, no, either. Twitter is Same. basically yeah. like an announcement. You know, it's it's a it's a random thought stream of consciousness. I would think you would it, be good on Twitter though. I suck on Twitter. Yeah, I listen. I'm barely good on Instagram. Okay, because I'm just I'm like you. Like there's times where I do not feel like my life is for public consumption, so my phone goes in my back pocket mm-hmm. and it'll stay there for six weeks. That's just that's just how I am. I probably if I was Jason, I'd have my followers up because I'd be doing all kinds of crazy shit. But I just I don't know. I just can't. Mm-hmm. I just can't. There's some days. There's some days, weeks, where <laughs> weeks. I just I I just, you just know, I'm not here. Go you don't see me type thing. Exactly. Exactly. So tell everybody where they can find you on IG oh. and and I'm sure you have a YouTube page. So like everything SoundCloud. is um well on Instagram is ammo a m o nine eight underscore official mm-hmm. um. Then everything else, every platform, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, all caps, AMO98, no spaces, mm-hmm. MO98. So, yeah. Where'd okay. you get the name from? It's my my government name initials. Mm. I won't say my government name, but it's my government name so initials. It's a good thing I didn't introduce you by your government name. Um, one, so, one last question I want to ask you about. Oh, that so, been hell. Um, <laughs> this, ASAP, this ASAP Rocky thing that's happening in um, Sweden. Sweden. It's turning into a shit show Still because, in there. yeah, exactly. Well, because Trump is now, you know, ste- stepped into the soap opera and whatnot. Um, and what's that? I can't. I don't even know why, why that would even happen. Because, no, free you, ASAP. No, wait, you want to know, no, know why they did that? Because they wanted to let us know that all black people look the same and who gives a fuck. Like, that's basic. That was very, uh, very. Who very, put up TK's picture? It was in a. Yeah, it just was circulated, and I was just like, "That is That's not such trash, a Rocky." Oh, they switched the okay. They literally yeah. they were like, "Free ASAP Rocky." Listen, okay, a when li- no, listen, when Obama, when Osama bin Laden died, Fox News was the headline was Obama bin Laden killed. Yeah. I was just like, "You fucking assholes!" You did that on purpose. But anyways, I digress. So ASAP's still in jail. Trump's entered into the soap opera and whatnot. 
ASAP's received a lot of criticism because of some comments that he made about Black Lives Matter and Ferguson and not really wanting to, you know, don't, don't ask me about all that. I don't even know anything about that. I live in Beverly Hills and Soho, whatnot. So the question has been, you know, whether or not he, you know, as a celebrity, you have, you know, with your platform that you're supposed to use it for the greater good of, you know, of, of, of other people of and the less, ad, the less advantaged. What's your take on that? Like, so let's just say you hit superstardom next week. You know, that's the only reason I want to be famous. Really, I don't want to be famous. Okay, I could give a fuck about fame. So, what mm. causes are really are near and dear to your heart that you want to use your platform to draw attention to? Certain things as they pop up that I don't. It's very like political, mm-hmm. but I mean, like you know, there's a lot of people that are being treated a certain way that mm-hmm. are not in America mm-hmm. that mm. need help, that mm. need real help, not not first world country help. They need help. Like, so the kids in cages staying starving. at the border kind kids of. Kids in my yeah. mom's country in Guyana mm-hmm. don't have shoes, water, or anything. Right. You know, I walked through the street global, of Guyana and my mom was poverty. like. poverty. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. I, but I, like, I don't want to just donate. Mm-hmm. I want to be like, yo, like, hey, I'm taking 100 bands with me. We're going to go clean up Guyana's streets together. Let's mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. And we're going to stay in the houses so you guys know what it's like to be like that. Gotcha. How my mom grew up and stuff. Like, it's not, you know, people, this is a cakewalk. I'm sorry. Wherever, wherever hood you're from, wherever you like struggle you're going through, however mm-hmm. broke you are, homeless in LA is not the same as homeless in the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. I promise you. Yeah. This is not a struggle. Yeah. Nothing. You sh- if you're in America, nothing should stop you from being successful. Straight up. Right. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. And and you know, or like a major city, but I mean I don't know. I just I've seen the world yeah. and like seeing real poverty. Yeah. Will literally these kids out here yeah. will will be like. Why do I? Why am I doing this? They'll be like, "Why am I robbing people when I have a a house? Mm-hmm. When I have when I live in a project house? Mm-hmm. When I have shoes? When I have shoes? Mm-hmm. Water? Mm-hmm. I have a bed? I have a mom? Yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. And like some people don't have anything here, right? And that's fair. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I mean unfair, jeez. But yeah. I mean, it's not the same. It's just really not the same because yeah. they they we have options here. Yeah. Sometimes you know, random people they give to homeless people here in the Caribbean. They like spit on them. Get out of here. Really? Yeah. yeah I mean, I've, I've traveled. On it. Yeah, I've traveled to you know many places in the world, and you know, as a tourist, you you go because of the, you know the the beauty of the you know the the photos that the travel and tourism board put out, fun. and some shit from like Instagram and whatnot. But when you get there and you see what real life looks like for the citizens of whatever particular place you're you're at, like Indonesia, for example, when I went to Bali, everyone thinks Bali is paradise. Part of it is, <laughs> part of it isn't. It is. It, it's. It's interesting. My sister um, just came back from Bali. Oh yeah. Hey, did you love it? I mean, I. It, it's. You're so pretty. So beautiful. Wow. I. I can't really. Don't see show my glasses. sister. <laughs> Don't show my sister. Don't turn the camera. It'll be mad fades after this. <laughs> Wait. Are you? Which one's the older one? I. I can't tell. You're the older one. Okay. Big All sis. right. That's cute. She the oldest. Little brother wants to take up for a big sister. That's sweet. That's sweet. I never had that. So you're lucky. That's really sweet. Okay. Well, thank you so much for dropping by. Appreciate oh, you. One tell more us thing, everything. One thing. Yeah. Tell us. We got this double EP. Double okay. EP dropping in about like a month. Okay. On everything. Okay. And like that's like. We have been like a pop side to it, yeah, and like EDM vibe, and then we're having a hardcore like hip hop 
like grime, like all that. Okay, well, so, yeah. whenever when it's when it's ready to come out, it, SoundCloud is it? Uh, Spotify, all, iTunes, all, all, all music platforms. Tyler, you will find everywhere. YouTube. Well, anywhere. you're you're a friend of the show now, and we will post the link so Thank that our followers can uh, click on it and yes, sir, and become fans. And up. get you closer to your goal. Let's do it. All right. Thanks so much for Appreciate stopping y'all by. For having me. No thank problem. Thanks, bro. Bless yeah. And thank you guys for tuning in. Bye.